Hey guys, welcome back to Kosovo. We are on episode 17 today. Man, 17, it feels like just yesterday we were doing episode one. I know, that's kind of crazy. I was just thinking about that. Like, as I was like getting ready to record, I was like, dang, 17 episodes in. That's pretty cool. We've grown so much. <laughs> so much right now. All right, guys, just a quick reminder. You can catch us on all major streaming platforms, as well as make sure you rate and subscribe to the podcast. Also, go ahead and give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter. You can find us under the at Kosovo podcast handle. They've heard that intro 17 times now. 17. More than 16. <laughs> yeah, that's one more than 16. Um, yeah, last week's episode was a big one. I was emotional. You were emotional. I didn't know how to like make you stop crying emotional. And it was just... Uh, you Say, were a hot mess. I couldn't deal with you. Say emotional one more time. Huh? Say emotional again. You were emotional. Okay. Emotional. <laughs> it was emotionally draining. Um, no, but in all seriousness, we spoke about a topic that hit close to home. And, you know, we discussed mental health and how it affects people differently, including your loved ones. And it was really, uh, honestly, a great informative episode. And a lot of people, it, it I mean, it, it, you know, it touched close to home for them as well. So I got, I got some great feedback. People cried with me. I'll leave it at that. Mm-hmm. But um, it was... It was a good episode. If you haven't heard it, definitely be sure to to listen to that one. It's really good information on personal experiences with mental health. And so for this episode today, we're discussing a topic that hits close to your heart, Rudy. My tiny little heart. Your tiny. It's there, though. It's there. <laughs> um, and we're talking about traveling today. Yep. So I've been waiting for this episode as much as episode 10. <laughs> as, yeah, I know. Right. Um, but instead of talking it up to people this is just something that you've been wanting and to like, do for your I don't for know the longest. If, I don't know if like a lot of y'all remember when we first started talking about the podcast, I originally wanted to start a podcast on travel and yeah, culture yeah. and food. So this is kind of like a mini podcast within a podcast, I guess for me. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, um, I, we mentioned it on the show, I'm sure at some point where the original idea that you brought to me about doing a podcast together was about doing food, culture and travel. Mm-hmm. So, it's definitely something that's been on your mind from the get-go. Yeah. So, it's we're going to do a little teaser as far as, like, you know, traveling and what that means to you and, you know, how excited you are when you travel because you become, like, a completely different person when you travel. <laughs> I've traveled with you before and that was just, like, I know. here in the country. When I saw so. you packing, I'm like, what are you doing? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, <laughs> I, got I so know. On to you. Seriously, it was so funny. Like, he literally made me take everything out, like... I thought I packed awesome. It was like, funny. You were so proud of it, too. I was so like, proud of it. Look, I'm done. I was like, <laughs> done with what? I was happy because I finished before you. I was like, look at this guy, Mr. Traveler, and he's already been done packing. <laughs> and you're like, I'm done with luggage one of three. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. No, but you made me take everything out and redo it, and mm-hmm. you showed me how to, like... Yeah, you. I mean, you have... Travel you had, efficient. You had, like, pots and pans in there. I'm like, what are you going to do? <laughs> oh, who plays too much? Okay. <laughs> so, I know you guys uh, may be thinking what I originally thought about doing this episode boring um okay but <laughs> no i mean it's just because like it's when you t- when you think about it it's like well what can you talk about when it comes to traveling right but i mean honestly there's a lot that we you and i covered uh before we even sat down to write yeah so, just a conversation yeah right? yeah so believe it or not i did learn a lot I, you know by speaking to you about traveling and in a sense now i kind of fantasize about certain traveling destinations because of you because before traveling uh, i'm sorry before you i uh, traveling wasn't really 
an agenda of mine. But now I view it so differently. And so I want to get into that. Um, you know, I was afraid of traveling in a sense. Uh, I was afraid to allow myself to experience a new life for traveling and culture. And it's not because I was like your typical, like afraid, afraid or like a phobia, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But more so like I didn't allow myself the freedom to travel. And it didn't like in, uh, in not even like a year, I've been able to experience so many different things in my life when it comes to traveling now well, let, me, let me stop you right there you yeah. said you didn't allow yourself the freedom to travel yeah. like in what aspect because you're too busy or just because you didn't allow yourself um, to venture out it's just yeah the idea of venturing out like um like i was always just kind of okay with like just being in Dallas mm -hmm. and just, you know, kind of fucking it up here. But I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so many other places you can, in the world that can, I could fuck it up Yeah, at. you can fuck it up in like Asia. You can fuck I it know. up in Europe. <laughs> I was like, wow, the continents are endless. <laughs> well, not really, because there's only like, how many? Come Seven on. continents. Okay, there you go. <laughs> you see, I do know stuff. Okay, well, I meant like, more of a, more as like an expression. Yeah, like yeah. I can do you know, so many different things in so many different places. And I didn't allow myself the luxury of thinking that, mm -hmm. you know, it's because it really just comes down to a mentality. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people don't really, it doesn't phase people. And you know I, what I'm saying? And I'm Does just, that make sense? Though? Yeah. Well, I'm just going to touch on that a little bit because I'm going to dive a little more into that in a minute. Mm -hmm. When you say, when you said right now that you didn't think like outside of that, that's mm -hmm. an American thought process only yeah. and i'll tell you why in a minute oh wow so. okay that's cool um so yeah i i the experiences that i've had in my life when it comes to traveling are kind of limited but i experienced hiking at a national park for the first time mm -hmm. last year and we went to zion which with with some friends and that was an amazing experience if you followed uh my instagram or rudy's you kind of saw a little bit of that it was beautiful and it was in that moment when I realized, like, there's so much more out there that yeah. I could be seeing that's like this. That's if that's not equal, that may be equally as beautiful, if not more. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and that, that was just an, um, like a U.S. national park. I exactly. Mean, I and that's imagine. and so that's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, and on top of that, I, I, I got to go to California for the first time as well. And that was spontaneous. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I don't, you, I don't do that. Like spontaneous is not a thing, but it's, it all just comes back to like, it's not, it's a mentality. Like it's, um, it's a, people are so used to structure and people are so used to just kind of like confining themselves in their little space that they don't really allow themselves to think outside of that mm -hmm. and experience things outside of yeah, that. Cause I know when I told you a little bit about one of my first international trips where I had like, mm -hmm. I only had my flight planned, my one-way ticket, and that was it. And yeah. you were asking me, like, well, where where'd you stay? I was like, well, I didn't figure out my lodging until I was actually in that country. Right. I didn't know where I was going to stay, where I was going to sleep, where I was going to mm -hmm. put my stuff down. And you, like, kind of cringed, like, how did you do that? I was like... Yeah, and, like, what was my reaction to that? Like, I, I couldn't do that. Yeah. For me, I, like, I, I told myself, like, at least, or I told you out loud, my immediate feeling and response to that is... Um, no, I need to know where I'm staying. Yeah. <laughs> I need to know like where I'm going to leave my things. Like there has to be some sort of organization mm -hmm. there. I, th I admire that you could do that. However, I don't know if, if I can, it, I think I would want to give myself that kind of like freedom again, mm -hmm. but anyway, let's, let's get it. Let's continue. But, um, while we were in California, I got to experience, I forgot to mention that I got to experience the beach for the first time. And we went to four different beaches. Mm -hmm. So that was really cool as well. 
Which one was your favorite? Um, I think my favorite was the one that we, um, the one that we went to that was like private. Oh, you're talking about Point Dume in Malibu. Point Dume, yeah, Point Dume in Malibu. It was really cool because it wasn't like super far from Malibu Beach, but it was like secluded. And I have a love hate with this um, Why? beach because like here I am the expert traveler going to a beach and i'm wearing jeans and tennis shoes oh my gosh that was really funny <laughs> you're i don't even want to get started on that because it kind of pisses me off because I told, i'm pissed off for myself yeah, well, i fucking told you like i told you what because your brother and i changed before we went to the beach you decided to change at the beach. like at the beach and i'm like why would you change at the beach just go beach ready I don't know. But I just wanted to be the, comfortable. The expert traveler here decided against it. So, and then you struggled for it. You you paid the consequences. But it made for a good story because we're talking about it now. Eh, whatever. That's it's part of that that's part of traveling. It's though. not I mean, that good. Let me show you how not good it is. Let's move on. <laughs> and from the get go, <laughs> um, I will say that uh, you know from the get go when I met you, Rudy, you came with a lifestyle brand that I labeled onto you. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've ever told you this, but when I think about you, I think about food, culture, and travel. And culture that's does, cool, though. Hashtag, that's your brand. Hashtag culture does fuck. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I like that. No, but um, it's it's cool, though. Like, that's your brand. How to, like, that's an awesome brand to have, you know? I know that that was the brand that I associated you with because you, through your Snapchat, I would kind of see, you know, you were abroad somewhere, exotic, traveling the world. And I always really admired that. But I always told myself, I could never. Like, Joel could never do that. <laughs> um and you can huh you can you could you can yeah yeah i mean but you know i always like i did always kind of tell myself that and, I, and then why you ask um <laughs> <laughs> i didn't but I like, think, why well i think it just goes back to that fear factor that i was talking about like as we all know you know last week's episode made it kind of clear that i fucking hate flying okay i hate flying uh, for more reasons than, than one but as i've learned more about your experiences with traveling it's just kind of crossed my mind just how much i've let my fears in life and shit like that get in the way of me living the experiences that i that instead of thinking about i know i could do that i deserve you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah like instead of living through people like you why can't i just be you or with you yeah. you know whatever um why can't i live that for myself now, I see that I will travel with you and we can do this whole traveling thing if you're willing to like have your bestie come with you. Um, but you travel a little differently than I do mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Um, and I want to get into that. So first and foremost, I want to ask because I know that people are going to be like very curious as far as like where have you traveled to? Because, you're you know, they're like, oh, well, why the fuck? What the fuck makes him the travel expert? Um, well, where have you traveled to first and foremost? Um, well, first, uh, here in the U.S., I've traveled to maybe about 45 or 46 of the states. Mm-hmm. So I haven't quite covered all 50 states just yet. Mm-hmm. But uh, abroad, oh, I've been sorry, to... Sorry, I just hit myself. <laughs> <laughs> abroad, um, I've traveled... My first trip was to Thailand, uh, mm-hmm. Bangkok, Thailand. I landed in Bangkok, went to Chiang Mai, Koh Samui, uh, went to Koh Penang for their full moon party, which is amazing. It happens once a month. But um, it's... It was, it was it's a lot of fun i mean anyways well i've been to uh peru did uh machu picchu sand surfed uh visited uh some desert beaches and oasis uh gone to europe i've actually been to europe twice the first time i was there for about three months so i was able to go to like london athens rome paris berlin budapest 
Poland, Prague, Amsterdam. It, there, we had a couple more cities, but these are just like the big ones that mm-hmm. really stuck out. Um, from there, I uh, went to uh, Vietnam. This one was awesome. A, lo- a life experience because while I was in Vietnam, my buddy and I, we rented uh, motorcycles, mopeds. And we uh, we biked for a whole month, stopping in uh, mountainous cities and beaches along the way. And then uh, we were driving for about four hours a day mm-hmm. and then coming back to the hostel or whatever. Uh, and then... That's wild. It, it was fucking amazing. And then uh, lastly, the last trip I've been on uh, before uh, COVID happened, I was in Spain. Mm-hmm. So I got the chance to go to like Madrid, Barcelona, Sevilla. Um, and uh, it, it was... it's. The huge culture shock, to say the least. I mean, yeah. All, I mean, all all of those places I've been to so far, it's a big culture shock, different way of living. Yeah. So yeah, and I like I knew all of all those places already, obviously, because you don't shut the fuck up talking about how you travel <laughs> everywhere. And um, you know, but I thought for the sake of oh, like Portugal, I've been to Portugal. Oh, okay. I left that one out, but yeah. Yeah. Wow. Leave Portugal out. I forgot. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like, you know, I think it's important for people to kind of like know, like, and understand, like, okay, this guy has kind of been uh, to a lot of places. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, you know, I've never traveled across seas, but I think Puerto Rico will be the first time if mm-hmm. we go this coming month. Yeah, it'll it'll be a lot of fun. I mean, I'm hoping it, it pans out, but I'm, I don't see why it won't. Mm-hmm. It'll be good for you to experience something. You know, granted, yes, it is a U.S. territory. And guys, this is a big step for me because if we go to Puerto Rico, like I'm going to be flying across an ocean. Four hours through the Bermuda Triangle, if you've heard the previous episode. Uh, well, now I'm not going. Yeah, I totally <laughs> forgot about that. So, well, you have fun. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess one of the biggest things, you know, because... Obviously, you weren't, I mean, unless you had been, but for me, it's like, it's like right now in the mental state of mind that I was in um, a couple months ago, I was like, never thinking about that, never thinking about traveling, never thinking about like anything outside of like the United States, really. I mean, and not to say that I have, oh, I always, I, I want, I want to go there, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've never really like been like oh i'm i'm gonna go there there's a difference right like there's a difference in attitude when mm-hmm. you're like oh i want to go there versus i'm gonna go yeah. there and 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 so now i'm i find myself in that i'm gonna go there state of mind mm-hmm. um but what gave you the courage to even begin traveling like what made you say i'm leaving to travel with so-and-so honestly i've always wanted to uh, leave texas whether to live or just just leave just to travel or whatever um as a kid, even through high school, I was like, I don't want to spend all my life here in Dallas. I want to move yeah. and do something. Um, but like what you just said, there was a difference between wanting to and actually doing it because one of them includes involves planning. Mm-hmm. So surprisingly, my first trip out of Dallas was to San Diego okay. by, by myself on an airplane through the airport. I'll never even step foot in an airport before. Mm-hmm. I was 20 years old visiting my cousin in San Diego. So I just went yeah. and, I, and immediately I, I loved it. Mm-hmm. I mean... I was scared too because I had never flown. So I can ima- I can kind of see what you mean when you yeah. get anxiety or you get like super nervous or whatever. Right. Because I remember people are standing up. I was like, "No, sit down, sit down. We're, we're moving through the air." But, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I've, I've always yeah. I've always had um, that itch just to travel at a young age. Mm-hmm. And um, so yeah, uh, it was it was liberating because you know when I was about 28, 29 years old, my job offered me a position to travel full time, one hundred percent for work. Mm-hmm. And I took them on the offer because 
I'm getting paid to travel. I'm getting paid to leave Dallas, what I've always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And, and that's how you ended up visiting like 45 out of like. Yeah, because many. like every every other week or every week I was in a different city. Mm-hmm. And it was awesome because I was there for a week or two, mingled with locals, whatever, had dinner. And then I would leave to another city where I didn't know anybody. Where mm-hmm. I, had, I had to reintroduce myself to a whole another group of people. And some people, that's not who they are. Mm-hmm. They are not comfortable with meeting random strangers, just approaching the bar and be like, hey, what gets good? what's good around here? I'm from so-and-so. Can you point me in the right direction? And, um, but yeah, I mean, so it's, so it's for some people, it's not for other people. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess the downside to all the traveling is that I do miss a lot of important dates. Like I'll miss uh, weddings, I'll miss birthdays, even family cookouts. It mm-hmm. gets a little depressing sometimes, but mm-hmm. you have to learn to push through that because you're either going to be doing the same routine, the same, you know, cookout, the same, going to the same bar in your hometown, mm-hmm. or you could be going to a whole another bar in Washington, D.C., mm-hmm. in L.A., in New York, in Europe. You could be going to a whole different bar out there. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like where my thought process is with that. Um, I guess... One, I have one story that does always stick out to me. I think it was like my 31st birthday. I was somewhere in the middle of nowhere, Michigan. Mm-hmm. Like, not even Detroit. It was like some small city I had never heard of. It was my 31st birthday. I was like, I was a little sad because I'm there by myself. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to go fuck it up. So what does any 31, respectful 31-year-old do? Go to Applebee's. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, this story went from sad to sadder. <laughs> wait, wait, I, I'm, I'm going somewhere with this. Just follow me. So follow me to Applebee's. So I'm at, I'm at Applebee's. I'm having, you know, a drink and dinner by myself for my 31st birthday. Yay. Happy birthday. And I mm-hmm. um, love that for you. I hear uh, the waiter come out singing happy birthday to somebody. I was like, oh, somebody knows this is my birthday. Aw, you're stupid. It was the table behind me. Uh-huh. It was, uh, and I turned around, I was like, that motherfucker is getting a happy birthday to him. Yeah. So, um, I just, I told the waiter, I was like, hey, whoever his birthday it is back there, just go ahead and send You're him like, a shot. Oh, I'll show you. Yeah. Like, maybe, <laughs> let me one up you. So I sent, I sent whosoever birthday was a shot and I overhear them talking, oh, who sent this? And, they, and the waiter points at me, he goes, hey, happy birthday. Today's also my birthday, blah, 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 whatever. And they're like, oh, who are you with? I was like, no, just me. Immediately I get the... Oh, they're like, you're, oh you're my so, god, this poor loser. You have no friends. And Aww. then so they this, this was like weird way up. Th- this was awesome and a little embarrassing at the same time uh-huh. because the, the table calls me over mm-hmm. and they call the waiter, hey, can you relight the cake? I was like, no, please don't relight oh the my cake. Gosh. Yeah, so they resang happy birthday and everything. And Aww. I had to show them my ID just to let them know that I wasn't lying about my birthday. Yeah. And honestly, I had a good time. The the table behind me ended up being people that flew in from Germany for uh-huh. a training at whatever company it was. Mm-hmm. And they were all leaving back to Germany the following day. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we have a good time and we had each other on Facebook. And, you know, fast forward two, three years later, I'm in Germany. Mm-hmm. One of the one of the guys from the group reaches out to me. He's like, hey, you're in Germany. Uh, you should. Uh, where are you? I was in Berlin. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, you should come to uh, my hometown or whatever. He was from a town uh, called, St- I'm, I'm going to butcher this name. I can't pronounce it that right. But I mean, I think it's Stuttgart. Mm-hmm. But he was in he was in Germany. Unfortunately, I my route didn't take me to Germany to Stuttgart. But it's one of those experiences where had I not just had I just uh, you know broke out of my show and just spoke to somebody, mm-hmm. I would have never met someone from a whole other country. Well, at the same time, I was there too. So yeah. Yeah, and um, see, like you, you do things like that, and I think that's awesome because I don't think like anyone would any not like not anyone could do that because 
I don't know if I could, you know what I mean? Like, I would probably just stay at my hotel. I probably wouldn't even have made it. Yeah, I probably wouldn't even. Like, if I was by myself. You want to fuck it up? Probably not. I would have fucked it up in my hotel room. Oh, you're more of a Chili's person, right? Uh, I'm more of like a. No, I'm more of like a. Cheesecake Factory? Well, you know. I'm getting hungry. <laughs> um, but yeah, so anyway, back to the main t- conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've, in regards to traveling, there are so many places that obviously one can go to, but I did want to mention like a couple of my spots because I don't think you've been to like a couple. You've been, you've been to Greece. Yeah. I know that. Mm-hmm. But I want to go to Dubai, which I know you haven't, I want been, you to. haven't been to. I want to. to so bad. I know. It looks so fucking awesome on like um, like um, influencers, um, Snapchats and stuff. But anyway, uh, Japan. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is a list. place that I've always wanted to go there because of more because of like my my family background and my culture and stuff like that um and i can't think of anything else right now but as far as the three places that i want to go to are those three including greece Mm -hmm. um so yeah okay one of the biggest things that um i've always had a challenging thing when we've had conversations about traveling is where you stay Mm -hmm. and you know i want you to tell people about what people have in a stigma People have an idea of what they believe a hostel is. Now, when I talk to you about it, I'm like, okay, so basically it's like a college dorm, but like in a different country. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and I've shown you pictures of the hostels that I stayed in and I don't like, oh, yeah, they're like fancy college they're, dorms. They're nice. Yeah. yeah. And one thing I absolutely hate the fact that the movie it's the movie hostel painted, I mean, painted a bad horrible picture yeah. for hostels yeah it really did because that's why i'm i'm like i don't know if i could do that mm-hmm. so tell people about hostels and why they're beneficial over hotels and there's hostels here in the u.s mm-hmm. i which i ha- i have stayed at one in san diego but the the whole experience is different from a u.s hostel compared to an overseas hostel and i'll tell you why um the first time I ever stayed in a hostel was when I landed in uh, in Bangkok, Thailand. I, didn't, I obviously I didn't know what to expect. I'm thinking like the movie, rundown, mm-hmm. dirty, people all over the place, being unsanitary, not clean, whatever. Like no privacy. Yeah. Like and because that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking it's nasty. Mm-hmm. Probably I'm thinking uh, people are probably rude. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking um, people are going to be all up in your business. There's mm-hmm. no privacy. The bets aren't going to be comfortable, uh, you know, just mm-hmm. things like that. So, and just people to, are going to steal. That was that was a big thing. Uh, which for me that too. one's understandable. And but let me like paint. The, let me paint the picture for you. I land in Bangkok, Thailand after a twenty-hour flight, and we're walking through downtown Bangkok. Three Americans with our backpacks on, looking mm-hmm. for a place to sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, we find uh, a hostel called a uh, 1984 hostel. I'm immediately sold because I was born in 84. And uh, see, that just sounds like a scary movie, right? Waiting to happen. But the thing is, you see the pictures. 1984 hostel. <laughs> you see the picture. You see the pictures, and it's like a bright, up to date, modern neon sign with a nice little front patio or whatever. Mm-hmm. So we go in, we check in, drop off our passports, and we go drop off our luggage, uh, shower off, rinse off, and then go just explore and by this time it's like 10 or 11 o'clock at night we're our time our sleep schedule is all off Mm -hmm. and we didn't know what to expect so we just got a couple beers and sat in front of the hostel the owner of the hostel comes out i'm thinking it's a kid that is staying there this guy he's younger than i am he's like in at the time he's like in his probably mid to late 20s Mm -hmm. 
And he comes out, he goes, oh, y'all from, uh, well, we had beer, we had Chang beer, which is the local beer in Bangkok. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, so that Chang beer kind of tastes like a Shiner, huh? So we, all three of us immediately turn and look at him. I was like, thinking. Because Shiner's it? from Texas yeah. only. So. Yeah. And I'm like, we're all like, well, what does he know about Shiner? He's yeah. here in Thailand or whatever. This guy ends up being from Oklahoma, moved, oh, wow. moved from Oklahoma to Bangkok. Mm-hmm. He's on a basketball team there. He owns the hostel. That's cool. And so, again, that's one of the stories that, you know, you wouldn't get from staying at a hotel. But to kind of paint the picture, the hostel, the hostel, this hostel that I was staying at, it's modern. It's up to date. It's a brand new hostel because it had just opened re- recently. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we had our own private shower. That's which is not the case all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually the showers, they are separated, obviously. One for guys, one for girls. Uh, you go in there with all your stuff. You leave with all your stuff. The hostels do have lockers. You have to provide your own locker. You could buy one. You lock up all your valuables, like your iPad, whatever, or whatever you want to take, your backpack and your clothes okay. and whatnot. Um, as far as privacy goes, you do get a couple of hostels that will give you like a privacy curtain to where like nobody's watching you sleep, which is kind of weird. And well, yeah. <laughs> just a little bit. It's fucking weird. And uh, some hostels have an age limit. Like, obviously, you have to be 18 and over to stay at a hostel. Uh, there are some hostels that will put an age cap, like mm-hmm. say you can't be 25 or you can't be 30 to stay there. Honestly, I have not run into that issue at all. The majority of the hostels, I mean, hell, there's people that are older than I am staying in hostels. I'm talking about like grandparents age just because mm-hmm. they're traveling and they're staying at hostels. It is cheaper. It is cost efficient. Um, what what is something What is something that you, I mean, would you ever stay at a hostel? Um, uh, I don't know. I, I just I don't know I think um I would want to like talk myself to uh, mm-hmm. like to convince myself to do it just because it is cheaper obviously you've done it you haven't had bad experiences it obviously has been good experiences I'm going based off of like the things I don't really know about mm-hmm. honestly like I'm just kind of making assumptions for myself what's one of your assumptions um well I told you about Ma, mm-hmm. the ones about you know people stealing and you know there's no privacy and you know all that mm-hmm. so um you know we're versus like i'm more of like a you know staying at a nice hotel kind mm-hmm. of thing which which i um, get i mean you want to you want to be like comfortable you want to you want the look luxuries kind of kind of aspect mm-hmm. of traveling yeah um just because i wouldn't have to like staying at a hotel mm-hmm. i wouldn't have to deal with any of those concerns mm-hmm. like i would have my privacy i, I would be able to sleep not worrying about someone looking at me sleeping you know curtain no or no curtain um but you know there's all these mm-hmm. things that i know that i would you know benefit from over uh a hostel mm-hmm. so but the, the, it's a it's a lifestyle in a sense of for traveling because you mentioned a term a lot called backpacking mm-hmm and that is i think that ties into the kind of traveling that you do right right Mm -hmm. so what does that mean literally backpacking it's literally you're traveling with a backpack i have a i think it's a 46 liter backpack uh just to give you more uh, kind of a gauge on what i can bring in that uh I traveled in Europe to Europe for three months with only a backpack. I wore like maybe a hoodie jacket and I had maybe four or five changes of clothes in my backpack to mm-hmm. last me three months. 
Mm-hmm. Granted, I was washing like every week, I think. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, when you're traveling, like for me, when I went to to Bangkok, I flew. I still took other flights. So keep in mind that backpack that I carry with me for those three months or that month, I'm not getting charged uh, luggage fees. That alone, I'm saving about thirty dollars per flight, and now we took about four or five flights. Mm-hmm. So th- those thirty dollars do start adding up, and so I, I don't get charged luggage fees. Um, everything I have is in that one backpack. So you have to be mindful of what you're taking. And also you have to kind of know the weather where you're going. Mm-hmm. Um, the See, hard- that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I like the idea of backpacking. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I need a luggage for my shoes. I need a luggage for my jeans. I need a yeah. luggage for my well, shirts. Again, it just goes back to like where you're going. Because for example, I keep referring to Thailand because that was my first international trip which Mm -hmm. i learned a lot from that trip alone because i didn't overpack uh it was an easier form of packing because i'm literally i was literally taking shorts muscle shirts t-shirts like dry like workout stuff because it is so fucking humid in thailand yeah so and there's beaches everywhere so we were all constantly going to the beach or we're walking around we're drenched in sweat so Mm -hmm. obviously we want those workout clothes so you can just like wash them real quick and hang them up to your eye yeah the hardest part when you're backpacking is when you're going to a cold country. Oh like gosh, when I, I yeah, when I went to Europe the f- three months, it was cold nonstop. Talking about snow, yeah. rain, like the weather was cold, <laughs> colder than the, probably a little <laughs> yeah. colder than this winter storm we had last week. Mm-hmm. But at that point, you know, Here in I, Texas at least, because I'm sure it's yeah, it's cold in other parts of the country. <laughs> so like for that trip, I had like I had like two scarves, a beanie, gloves, two jackets. And keep in mind, I have to pack all this in that same backpack. It, it gets challenging to the point where when I'm flying, I'm like, crap, I don't want to take another luggage because they're going to charge me for a luggage item. So I'm literally wearing my two jackets on the plane. But keep in mind, once you sit down, take all that off, throw it under the seat and you're fine. Mm-hmm. But um, a lot of people don't like traveling that way because you want to you wanna have like your well, yeah, you're it's going not out clothes. typical way that people travel. It mm-hmm. is not. You're right. You want to have your going out clothes. You want to have your nice dinner clothes. You want to have your mm-hmm. lounge clothes. You, yeah. you know, it's out certain outfits. But at that point for me, I'm in Europe. I could care less how, like, I, I care about the way I look. Obviously, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be like looking like a bum out there. Mm-hmm. But also at the same time, I'm in Europe. I'm only here for a week or I'm, in, I'm only in this city for a week. I'm flying out of here next week. Yeah. I'm going to another city. Right. I, I don't know these people. They're not going to, they may, at the time, they may look at me like, oh, he's wearing boots and like a, like a button up shirt or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I'm, I'm, I'm in Paris, partying in Paris in my boots and a button up. Hmm. But I mean, again, mm-hmm. I'm in Paris. Uh, meanwhile, mm-hmm. you have other people who don't want to travel, who are partying in their hometown, respectfully, mm-hmm. or not, whatever. You know, if they're going to fuck it up and be ratchet. But <laughs> yeah, so it, I think both of those tie into like the kind of traveling mm-hmm. life lifestyle or travel style that you you know kind of take on because you're staying in a hostel. So obviously, because you're staying in a hostel, the more I guess the the more like minimal things you bring, the better it is at a hostel because mm-hmm. you already are kind of limited when it comes to space as it is. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, what do you like about being in a hostel? Honestly, uh, you meet so many people in hostels from all over the world. You get to exchange your, your, you know, stories of how living in the U.S. versus living 
in Australia or Canada or like mm-hmm. you know just wherever that person may be from. Um, honest, and you 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 click with some people right away. Obviously, you're not gonna click with everybody, but everyone at a hostel is there for and for one thing. And I think one thing only is to travel and see as much stuff as you can mm-hmm. in a short amount of time that you're there. So this kind of ties back into you're afraid that people are going to like steal your stuff. Um, honestly, like the reason why I feel secure in a hostel is because when you check in, they make a copy of your passport. And if anything, an issue comes up, they they have your passport to report, you know, to the police or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I've, I've ever since I've stayed at hostels for, I guess, the last five or six years when I travel, mm-hmm. I've never had an issue with any of my personal stuff missing. I mean, hell, I've left, which is kind of dumb on my part. I left money like on my bed or whatever. It's still there. I left an iPad or whatever on my bed and nobody's ever taken it. Oh my gosh. Granted, that was dumb and irresponsible on my part because I just, I was in a hurry to get out of there yeah. to go check out the city. But no, I've never, I've never had an issue anything missing. Oh, that's um, good. And everyone there is like friendly. I mean, the last hostel I stayed at uh, when I was in Spain, uh, I, I was in Madrid. This hostel had like a family dinner every single night. And mm-hmm. they would literally knock on everyone's door. Hey, time, to, time for dinner. Come down. We're having this and this. So you have like, like Benihana style, this mm-hmm. long table. And people are just getting food and you're just talking to everybody. They're passing around wine. So is that included in the at this fee? hostel? At this hostel, it was included. It was. Mm. And that's another plus that's when you cool. stay at hostels. A majority of the time, breakfast is included. If if it's not, it's probably like two euros, which is a roughly three dollars US for mm-hmm. for breakfast in the morning, mm-hmm. which is very cheap. Right. And at hotels, unless you're staying at a chain, like actually not even a chain. When I was in Amsterdam, I stayed at a Holiday Inn. They charged you for breakfast. And I went down thinking, okay, come cool, I'm gonna get eggs, bacon, you know, biscuits. I get there, it's prosciutto, cheese, and toast, and mm-hmm. coffee. That was breakfast. Yeah. But I mean, that's just the way, that's how I they mean, eat breakfast. Yeah. yeah, you're like in a different country, so that's understandable. And one, uh, a lot of times when, I'm, when we're staying at hostels, you know, obviously everyone's asking, oh, where are you from, and this and that. So we say, we know we we're American, and embarrassingly we get asked this question a lot back mm-hmm. then anyway mm-hmm. they're like oh so what do you think about the president what do you think about trump mm-hmm. so i'm not okay. gonna get in i'm not gonna go further into that but it was just one of those like we constantly got asked yeah. that every single time and you the next were like labeled yeah and people thought in peru they thought we were racist because we were americans because that's the image that the president portrayed yeah. to them yeah well anyways and then they find that we kind of break it down like oh we're, we're from we're from texas the next question, I get I get a laugh out of this every single time. Is everything bigger in Texas? <laughs> no, well, they didn't ask that. They were asking, oh, well, how, uh, how many guns and horses mm-hmm. do you own on your ranch? Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, we don't live on a ranch. We live in the city. <laughs> and they, they couldn't they couldn't so wrap funny. their head around that. They kept thinking, oh, you're cowboys. You know how to ride horses and all yeah. that. I was like, no. And then I kind of, we had to get our phones out. Look, this is where we live. Show them the Dallas skyline and everything. Yeah. And they're like, that's Dallas? That's yeah. Texas? I'm like, yeah, that's Texas. I mean, we're not country. <laughs> we're not like... That's funny. And th- this kind of goes back to what you said in the beginning, that when you never really kind of thought about travel, mm-hmm. other countries, they have what's called a gap year. Literally, whenever you finish high school or college, you're given this one year just to travel, to travel abroad. Your family gives you money. They send mm-hmm. you to go just to explore. That year is supposed to be kind of like to get everything, all the travel, all the culture in your Mm -hmm. system. And then when you get back, start your career, start working. Mm -hmm. Versus for us in America. That's not engraved in our society. Ours is literally, 
graduate school, work, go to college, yeah, graduate work, college, work, work, yeah, and that's it. And it's always work, 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 work. Yeah, and that that's the thing that that I wish like America or like the U.S. would instill in people is to travel because mm-hmm. to culture themselves. Yeah, it's definitely. I mean, because because like, I feel like I'm not cultured enough. Like I definitely feel like I have so much mm-hmm. that I want to do that I need to do in order to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's 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 kind of like in a sense there's this kind of like guilt that i i myself feel for mm-hmm. like even wanting to to allow myself the luxury of like you know like yes i'm working yes i want to work but if i don't you look that kind of like oh you're like bumming it or whatever or you're like not I mean, doing anything so or, what I yeah mean. <laughs> you know like i for me it's like but that's kind of like that's the way that mm-hmm society here in the united states if you're not working you're not doing anything Mm -hmm. you know but i get it it's a money driven i mean the world is a kind of like a money driven world Mm -hmm. but specifically here in the u.s it's so engraved in 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 our society that if you're not working you're not valuable you're not doing anything Mm -hmm. with your life you know whereas you could work minimum uh, whatever enough to like get you by and then travel if you want but people are going to be like what the fuck how are you doing that and the thing that sucks about like the work the work here in the u.s is like you're given you're given two weeks out of the year out of 52 weeks to take a vacation Mm -hmm. and i mean like people will go vacation to you know i'm not knocking if you do it i mean to california florida or new york just somewhere here in the u.s why not broaden that go to like i mean hell go to go to like I know people go to Cancun, but go to Central, go to Central America, go to Peru, mm-hmm. go to Ecuador, go somewhere different. Yeah. I mean, you have a passport, obviously, if you're going to Cancun, go further. Yeah. And uh, kind of brings me back to like, okay, let me ask you a question. Uh, do you, well, first, do you have any friends that, that live international? Um, I did have a friend, but she moved back already. Right. So. But, but I mean, you at least have, I, I think I know who you're talking about, you at least have, have a friend that used to live in another country. Yeah. Yeah. I had a friend and, who lived in Germany. And I already know the answer to this, but did you ever go visit? No, but she always wanted me to. I just never did. Right. So it kind of brings me back to the topic that you asked me earlier about hostels. Mm-hmm. So when I stay at hostels, I meet people, I've met people from other countries. Um, I've, I have a, a couple that's from australia i met mm-hmm. them in thailand uh madison and his and his girlfriend and every time i talk to them they're like oh when, hey mate when are you gonna come stay with, come to australia you can stay with us and this and that and i have a friend uh tom and Maud. they're from paris mm-hmm. i met tom in Chiang Mai, thailand and he actually's like hey if you're ever in paris come by meet us or what come by meet meet uh do like the, lo- the local scene come check out paris the way locals do fast forward a year or two later uh i've messaged we messaged him he's like hey we're in paris he's like he's like oh holy shit what do you mean you're in paris he's like yeah we just we're backpacking through europe and he's like, all right well go to go do all the tourist shit go to the eiffel tower go do all the mm-hmm. you know the basic instagram photos and yeah, all that get that shit out of yeah. your system and he's like and then he's like and message me when you're done and i'm gonna take you out to local spots yeah so yeah we went to like some cool coffee shops they were playing like literally tupac at a coffee shop yeah we're out there drinking coffee classy as fuck listening to like <laughs> <laughs> tupac and it was cool because i mean you don't get that here. Like as far as like people are opening their homes, opening their, their, um, I guess their way, their day-to-day life. And mm-hmm. they're like, Hey, come tag along with us. Let me show you how we do things out here on day-to-day. And in Spain, we met people that are like, okay, we're going to have dinner. I was like, okay, cool. Let's uh, we'll meet y'all up for dinner. Like what time? Like five or six? No, dinner is at 10, 10 PM. I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh shit. So w- did we take a siesta, go to the hostel, take a nap or whatever? Mm-hmm. 
wake up, get start getting ready for dinner at nine o'clock. So I'm thinking, cool, we're going to sit down, have this big meal for dinner and then go get a couple of drinks. No, we literally went to three or four spots, had, for us, it's appetizers. For them, it's dinner. You hit three or four different spots, eat a little bit of food here and there, drink wine, and then you just... That's just the way they do it? Yeah, and their That's dinner... So yeah. Their dinner is done by one or two in the morning. <laughs> and then oh, why did they say skinny oh because they party they, they walk everywhere <laughs> yeah oh that's true and i mean like that's part of staying at a hostel you meet so many people and you get to like we had dinner the way spaniards had dinner in that short period of time we were there yeah so what has been your favorite trip that you've taken so far oh i get asked this a lot um honestly it just depends. Uh, Thailand, I love because it was my first trip international. I learned a lot. Um, but Thailand's a lot of partying, which I'm, I'm over that scene already. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved Vietnam, mostly because I got to see the party side, the chill beach side, the mountain side in that one month I was there. Uh, I think I would have to say Vietnam because of the change of scenery at any given time. And mm-hmm. the people are so hospitable. Like, oh, yeah. they'll take you into their house. Uh, it was my friend Josh's. The my, the, oh, time. my God. I had some homemade pho <laughs> from bet. this little old grandma. She, like, literally went to the kitchen at the hostel we were staying in. Uh-huh. She found out it was uh, Josh's birthday. Uh-huh. And they literally, they brought a birthday cake. They made pho. We had beers with the family at their Aww. kitchen table. That's so and sweet. And it, it was awesome because you're not going cool. to get that same experience at a hotel. This is at somebody's house that we stayed in, mm-hmm. a hostel type house type okay. of thing. And, you know, we had dinner with the grandma and the kids and, the, you know, the mom and dad. It, right. it, was, it was awesome. That's so cool. So um, I think, yeah, Vietnam. Trying so to Vietnam. Vietnam. Yeah. Okay. Um, I guess, and I, we can jump into the Costa Boy takeaway. What has been your your one key takeaway from traveling? My um, takeaway, I always tell people this, you know, young people, freshly graduated, whether it's high school or college, my advice is to travel. Honestly, I regret that I started traveling when I was 30. Uh, I wish I would have started traveling when I was younger. But I always had the mindset, like kind of like what you were saying earlier, I always had the mindset of, oh, I can't do that. Where am I going to stay? Why, why would I leave? And, you know, I, I felt as if I told myself back then that I couldn't do it. And, um, you know, I always tell people, travel while you can, before you have kids, before you get married, or hell, travel while you're married with your significant other. Let's see how strong your relationship really is, because you're gonna get into some arguments. Because uh, there's how would you know? You've never, well, because, you're not even well, with any, you well, weren't even with anybody. Well, because sometimes I do travel with friends. Majority of the times I do travel with friends, and sometimes we can't decide on where we want to stay, and we go back and forth, <laughs> or where we want to eat, or what we want to do. I was that just day. thinking, like, how the fuck would you know? You never travel. I mean, there's even been cases when in Thailand, my friends wanted to do one thing, I want to do something else. So they, they flew off to another, or they took mm-hmm. a ferry to the next island. I stayed behind two or three days later. Yeah. Two, I stayed behind in, in Thailand, to, and I met, I'm partied with Australians who can fucking drink. So I partied with them, and three days later, I took the same ferry, met up with my friends, and, you know, we, I was by myself. Yeah. And, you know, you, you have to be comfortable and feel safe enough to do things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know... You know, travel before, you know, you get that uh, 30-year mortgage or, you know, even I would recommend traveling before you get that quote-unquote dream job where yeah. you sit behind a desk for 40 hours a week if that's your dream. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say my Kosovo takeaway is I should travel more. I'll keep it simple. I should travel more. <laughs> I should give myself those opportunities. I shouldn't let my fears get in the way of those goals that I have. 
And I should make it a goal to visit Japan one day because that is that is where I want to go. I'm going to、and、visit you know, Japan. I was looking at hostels in Japan.、Mm-hmm. They are so cheap. Are they? They are really cheap. I'm talking about like ten dollars a night. That's、oh, a hostel、wow. though. It's a hostel. Yeah. So hey, I'm down. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Um. Yeah. So next week we are going to speak about a. We call it the lifestyle pie that you live. So it's basically us discussing our、I、love pie. Our not that kind of pie though. No,、oh. like the lifestyle pie.、Um, remember we talked about this. So it's like <laughs> you have a hundred percent of yourself to give, and you choose to give that one hundred percent to different things in your life、mm-hmm. that are priorities. Even though you feel and you can say that you're giving a hundred percent to each of those things, the reality is that you can't because you're only one person. Dedicating your life, dedicating your time to a bunch of different things at once. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about our experiences with dealing with、mm-hmm. that kind of situation because obviously we're human. We have things that we have going on. I dealt with it for a long time with school and all that, so it was exhausting. But that's what I want to touch on. We're going to talk about that on next week's episode. So yeah, it's it's a good reminder that you're only human. That you are allowed to get tired. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're going to talk about that next week. I'm, I'm excited for next week's episode too because I mean, like you've you've dealt with that, you you know you've dealt with that. I've dealt with it. I mean, it's we're gonna it's gonna be a good conversation topic. But yeah,、uh, with that being said, I think that's all we have covered for today.、Um, I just want to say, you know, I had fun on this episode. If anyone has any questions on traveling, feel free to send me a DM. I'll point you in the direction that、mm-hmm. best I know. I don't charge a dime. I just want you to travel. Travel, <laughs> Rudy, the travel agent. <laughs> no,、mm, yeah. <laughs> don't anyways, don't DM me about、yeah. <laughs> that shit because I don't know. But、uh, you know, be sure to check out the show, our show on all major streaming platforms. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter using the at Kosovo Podcast handle. Yeah, and make sure you rate and subscribe because that really helps us out. Use our hashtag #Kosovo to keep up with what we're doing and catch a new episode every Tuesday. See you.